This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest world football show, Betting Weekly Extra Time podcast brought to you in association with bet rivers your hometown sportsbook from the app because we win team i'm steve wiss i'm joined by rj and uh, how are you doing rj week number one actually resulted in a very slight profit for us some winners and some losers across the board yeah steve good to be back for week two here it was a it was a decent week i mean you know we had some tough uh close calls right our, our picks weren't far off if any the on the on the on the ones that lost but uh Happy to be on the profitable side to uh, start the the listeners and ourselves off. Uh, also, see you glad to back from uh, from Switzerland and um, looking forward to again. You know, a lot of similar leagues. I think we're targeting as as we were last week, but uh, lo- looking forward to gaining some momentum on the on what we built week one. Yeah, certainly profit is profit from my perspective. Mm-hmm. It was frustrating that Mulder only won one nil. Uh, and I think your your picking Uruguay uh, went down, but we did have some good winners as well. And yes, I thank you, RJ. I did have a good trip away. I actually did a promo video from one of the mountains up there in Switzerland, which was a great backdrop. That was nice. I think. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, back in back in the UK now though, and uh, hopefully back with some some more winners. And we've got five picks across the show: three from me, two from you. Going into the Norwegian Obostel again to start things off. This is a match on Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time, I think this one starts. Around that sort of period, I always get mixed up with the with the time zones. But um, Christian Sun against Hod is the match. And I'm taking Christian Sun on the Asian handicap, minus one Asian handicap. So remember, if they win by exactly one goal, you do get a push here, but fundamentally, um, I'm quite confident in Christiansen. I actually think they're the best team in the league, to be honest. They're only fourth at the moment, but if you look at their squad, if you look at their actual metrics, they, they really, I think they're, they're the top team. Um, their expected goals per match is 1.75, which is significantly higher than anyone else. Mm-hmm. What is letting them down is some defensive frailties where they're not really keeping enough clean sheets, but I think that will come in time and uh, you know they've got a strong home record this season the best home record in the league five wins out of seven and what interests me um in those uh, wins they, they they tend to win them quite matches quite well sometimes the 4-1 win against moss last time out another 3-1 win at home um you know when they rack up the goals that they're, they're capable of putting a few on the opposition and hod um i think the actual pronunciation is actually hood I'm not 100% sure on that one, but uh, just one win in nine games for them. They do like goals in general and a newly promoted team. It's never easy for newly promoted uh, sides uh, in this league. Uh, lost three of the last four on the road. I would be very surprised if Christiansen don't win the game. Um, it's just a question of by how many. And you know, Hod have kept some matches close this year, mm-hmm. but I think the 
ultimate quality and class of Christiansen offensively should um, you know cover this minus one Asian handicap. Um, I don't know if you. I'm sure. Well, I think you do bet on this league quite a lot, don't you, RJ? And the Obos. It's known for a lot of goals. It is, and and this is a league that I found over the last couple of years, especially when you get towards the middle rounds, to be kind of quite inconsistent, um, especially in terms of goal production. I feel like this league starts off strong. There's a bit of a lull, and then towards the end of the season, it, it picks up again. But, I mean, there's no denying how good Christensen is at home. Um, they are, as you said, the strongest side. I think HUD uh, just aren't terribly consistent uh, nor reliable. Um, and is certainly not a side that I think you can confidently back. And I think minus one at what, uh, what was the price on that? Um, minus yeah, so it's minus one fifteen. Minus one fifteen. I think that's fairly. I think that's fairly generous, right? Considering the the form um, and, and the talent, and that, you know they're led by Benjamin Stoke, who's the uh, yeah he started off in uh, in Norway, traveled to Denmark, uh, now landed back here, the thirty two year old striker. So uh, you know third uh, second leading scorer in the Obosligan. Um, I'm sure he's going to look to continue that tally uh, against this weak side on the road. Yeah, they do have. Uh, I mean, they are a relegated team. So they managed to regain quite a lot of the squad that was playing in top-level football last season. And uh, like I say, I think it's just some dumb defensive mistakes which have cost them in, in certain matches. But that Hod don't really have that much firepower, so I'm not worried about them um, offensively. It wouldn't actually surprise me if Christiansen won this match to nil. Um, yeah, well, so the only, the only thing I, I have a hard, hard time with, Steve, is, is looking at the last five or six matches... Um, you know, uh, Christensen over the last five have failed to keep a clean sheet, right? But you have to look at, you know, their opponents, um, you know, Ranheim. Uh, I think it's, you know, they, they did allow one against Skeed or Skid, if you will, who are the, who are the bottom second to last. So I, I don't know. I can see, I can see Hood getting on the board, but I see at least a 2 1, right? 3 1 type win here. I, I think at best or at worst, well, we, we should return a push here. I mean, Money line yeah, exactly. minus two twenty two, and um, I expect that to drift closer to kickoff as well. It's not bad on the money line like, if you just want to add it to like a double or a treble or something, yeah. uh, or even a single. To be honest with you, it's not the worst yeah. of uh, prices. So uh, that's the first pick of the show. Christiansen minus one Asian handicap. Remember that match is on a Saturday in the Norwegian second division. Uh, we're going to have two picks now in the Elite Serien in Norway, back to back. One from you, RJ, and then one from me. We'll start things off uh, in uh, midday. Sorry, no, 11 a.m. kickoff, uh, this one. Bran against Hamcam. This is your match. Take us through the pick and the the selection. Yeah, so taking it to the uh, Elite Serian. Uh, so this match is on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Bran versus Hamcam. I'm looking at the total here. So it's over three points. Two five goals at minus 118. Um Braun, uh, obviously, if you you know you check the standings out, they're third place in the Elite Serian, right? So they're uh, they're gathering that Europa Conference League spot at the moment. Very strong form, uh, extremely strong at home. I think second ranked from a metric perspective, right like, right below Bodo. Um, in fact, you know we looked at the match last week. Um, you know they've they've done a very good job. Uh, so actually, this week. So they played Viking, right? We looked at that match. They did lose to Viking three to one on the road. Viking very, very strong side. You were on that total, which was, which was nice to see. Um, but Bronner led by 
uh, a gentleman named Brad Finney, as we talked about, right? He actually 10, 10 goals. He's the co-leading scorer in uh, Elite Serian. He's actually scored five goals in the last two matches. They played a, in a cup match uh, just yesterday, actually, and he put up four. Four goals against Bratvog, who are probably a third or second division, um, yeah, second division Nor- Norwegian side. But uh, he's certainly got a prowess to find the net recently. Uh, from a stats perspective, Braun at home averaging just two point, well, averaging around two point four goals four, um, and Hamcam or Hamcam on the road are averaging four goals conceded over their last six matches. So. Uh, probably as leaky as you will find in this division. Uh, in fact, they've allowed 20 goals in five road matches. So do the math, right? A little uh, around four four goals per match, as I stated. So pretty bad. Um, they have failed to score in 60% of their, their road matches, right? So it's like, all right, will they find the back of the net? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it really matters because, again, they've allowed four goals per match. Ron coming off that loss against Viking should be very or extra motivated just to destroy this side, to be truthful. And I could see a four nil, maybe four one type type win here for Braun. Um, they're minus 400 on the money line. I would expect this line to drift to over 3.5 by kickoff. I'm fine with that, uh, even at a unit. But uh, I think if anything, you know, say this ends three nil, uh, you get half your money back, half loss, but obviously, I envision four plus goals here. Yeah, it's one of those matches where Bran could easily cover this uh, goal line all on their own. Um, Ham Cam uh, haven't actually scored a goal in the league since the 13th of May. I don't know if you can remember what you were doing that day, RJ, but it was quite a long time ago. They, they are due a goal, in fairness, uh, and they did actually score five times in the midweek Norwegian Cup. It was against someone fairly poor i think but you know that can that can get the team rocking again you know um you know might gain some bit of confidence from from that both teams scored a lot of goals in in the norwegian cup so they'll be firing away here um i, yep. I would expect brand to win fairly easily but you're right i think i'm with you i i would always rather take totals rather than big handicaps i mean if you're looking at a handicap here on the asian you're probably going to have to take minus 2 on brand which means you really you need them to win to nil, ideally. Yeah. Um, so tough. Tough. I I always prefer totals over big handicaps in general. It's just the way I work as well. So I think I think it looks a pretty good uh, bet. And Bard Finner, by the way, is in great form. Mm. Uh, Ten goals, six assists. For those who do play Norwegian elite Serian fantasy, I'm guessing not too many listeners do, but I do. <laughs> he is the second highest fantasy player in the game this year only Armel Pellegrino has scored more points I'm going to talk about Pellegrino now because the match that I'm going into is uh, Buda Glimt against Molder mm-hmm. this is the uh, match which kicks off like, three hours after the uh, the brand game this is the big game um, the last four champions of Norway have been Buda Glimt or Molder but it's a big rivalry between these two mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be full of goals I really do RJ same pick for me as you had in the brand game over 3.25 goals at minus 103 and you just got to look at the the head-to-heads here usually full of goals they both just want to outscore each other Molder actually won all three competitive matches last season as well so there's even more motivation for Buda Glimt. 
I don't actually know who's going to win the game. Glimpse had a surprising defeat last week. I think they cost a mm. lot of people. Um, they didn't even score a goal against Trump's Godset, which um, surprised me. I don't really know what happened. It was just one of those games. It can happen. You know, it's football. Yeah, just flat. Um, yeah, it can. Yeah, and it, I think it will almost make them come back. They they are another team who had a really good cup result. They they were heading out. Um, heading into injury time against Tromso, their big rivals, Tromso, and then they scored two goals in injury time. So they're going to be high as a kite now after that win. And Mulder won as well in the Cup, 3-0 win. Um, both offences are firing. The only down thing here is that Budigan are going to be losing two players to the transfer window before this match. Jolien Vuka is uh, moving to French side Lorient. It was already predetermined, and it looks like Hugo Vettelson's going to be left the club as well. Good midfielder. But they've got Pellegrino, the main man who just tears apart this league. 12 goals, several assists. He's unplayable. He's yep. the best skilled player in this league. And um, when you're possessing that sort of weapon, you know, it's capable of, uh, you know, firing. So I think plenty of goals are likely here, RJ, like I said. I've got a feeling glimped win something like 3-2. Um, but um, rather than placing, I mean, they're actually minus one thirty to win, which I wouldn't be, I couldn't be back backing them at that price. But the goals, um, yeah, this is just at very least three goals, which would be a half loss uh, on the three point two five line. I'm sure it's a match that interests you as well. Yeah, this certainly was on my radar, and again, a match I considered. Um, I, I, you know. Anytime these two sides play, usually, you know, with, with with maybe just a few matches, expect fireworks, right? And as you said, I think Mole has been a little flat lately, right? One nil loss, one nil win on their last two matches. Prior to that, I think they scored nine. Um, so there was a little bit of a lull, which you can expect from time. Sometimes their teams just have that, um, you know, it's very difficult for a team to go undefeated or not have a bad match. A human beings, it's going to happen to to any athlete or any team. But I think what really is going to be the driving factor here for goals is Bodo coming off that loss. I mean, that's their – I mean, I can't remember the last time they lost at home. I'm looking back to April. They haven't they haven't lost. They drew to Braun. But other than that, they've they've been undefeated. So this was a surprise defeat for them. Um, expect them to come back, bounce back with some force. They know Molde is going to come with, all, with, with, with super strong goal-scoring ability. Um, and it's going to be a side where it's going to be uh, – pedal to the metal so to speak right like attacking just just to make sure because they know sitting on a one nil lead against this side uh, either team is, is going to be super dangerous so it's got the makings of a goal fest for sure agreed it's a good i think it's a good match for people to watch uh for those who can uh, catch a stream of it you on the fifa plus website often has a lot of norwegian elite serian matches um to access wherever you are around the world so uh we're gonna go down to south america again and um often there's a, a saying isn't there once bitten twice shy mm-hmm. not in your case here rj you're going back to uruguay for another another bite at the cherry um <laughs> and we, <laughs> national against plaza <laughs> colonia i think is how you uh, pronounce it and um this match is on Sunday, Sunday late, six p.m. Eastern late. time. Yeah, just dinner yeah. time for me. Um, so, what's the pick here? You going with then? Yeah, so I'm looking at over. So I think this line's pretty generous. So over two point five goals, minus one twenty five at the time of recording. Um, again, 
you know, I, I know a little bit about these sides from a player personnel perspective, but what I do know is Nationale, um, one of the uh, flagship sides of the Uruguayan Premier Division, uh, have been un- unstoppable at home. Uh, over their last six matches, 20 goals scored, two allowed. Over the last five, 17 scored, one allowed. So extremely, extremely strong side at home. You know, score lines over their last three to four matches, 4-0 against Maldonado. Three to nil against La Luz, the side that we, uh, you know, I targeted both teams to score last week. Four nil against Phoenix. Three nil against River Plate. Three one against Boston River. You get the you get the drift. Over the last six home matches, they scored at least three goals on their own. This dates back to February from the previous season. Uh, they played five matches in this in this new season. Again, another motivating factor. They're coming off a, a three nil defeat against Liverpool Montevideo, who's the top side currently in this division. So again, expect them to be super hungry to bounce back in front of their home fans who they put up, you know, numerous amounts of goal. And then Plaza Colonia on the other side, <clears throat> sitting in seventh out of eighth, been quite lackluster. A lot of, lot of one, one draws for this side. Um, they recently lost four to one against racing um, on the road in this uh, latest home, uh, latest away match on the on this new season. And then prior to that, anytime they face a good side, they give up multiple goals here. Um, not even considering the head-to-head. The head-to-head's whatever, right? There's been three goals in the last two matches. It's not even a consideration here for me. Um, it's just a strong side at home with the ability to put up three-plus goals on their own to cover this, this goal total. Um, against a just very weak side uh, in Plaza, who have really nothing to play for other than just to get a point. So, um, you know, again, 2.5 is low in my opinion. I would say this should probably be 2.75, maybe 3. But a lot of times you find generous goal totals in South America. I can't really explain it to be truthful. I'm not an odds maker, but um, I think if you if you look close enough, you'll find some, some good value, good opportunities, um, and hopefully – you know, I get bit lately with a lot of red cards, um, and there's no shortage of them in, in South American football. But uh, let's hope we see one or two from the home side in the first half, and this should this should fly over with ease. Yeah, red red cards in football, I think, are the worst thing. Um, they sure. lower goal production. They change the the dynamics of the match, and there's nothing you can do about it unless you're actually betting live in running. But I would personally rarely even bet on a match that's already got a red card. So um, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing I will say here, uh, RJ, just one clean sheet in twelve for Palatha Colonia. That's shocking, isn't it? Extremely. I mean, that's just just goes to show you that uh, even against weaker sides, you look at the opponents that they face. They just can't keep a clean sheet for whatever reason. Whether it's PKs allowed, I think there's been a few matches where they've been down a man. But um, you know, if they go down a man here early, forget about it. It lights out. This side will put up four or five goals, no problem, and they won't be. And there will be no mercy. <laughs> yeah, I did. I mean, I was looking at the money line odds for National, and um, you know they are as low as like minus three hundred in places. So to get over two point five goals at uh, minus one twenty five does seem very, very generous indeed. That's the the pick here. Yeah, and and another thing to add on to that, it's a good point you bring up, Steve. Right, a lot of times when I do look at at totals, I do I do keep an eye on the lines, right? Because it, you know, in some cases like this, I expect a one sided match, and normally I like to target totals where I expect both teams to get on the board. Um, but in in this situation, very rarely though, will I look and say, all right, well, I expect the home side to to carry this on their own, let alone an additional goal potentially from uh, 
from the away side. I mean, the away side have scored uh, a goal in their last four away matches. So that's somewhat promising. But with the, <laughs> with the numbers that National put up at home, 17-4 uh, and one against in the last five, you know, it's hard to bank on that away side to get a goal here. Okay, so that is just a reminder for the listeners uh, in Uruguay, Primera Division, Club Nacional against Plata Colonia, over 2.5 goals at minus 125. That's your second pick of the show, RJ. And I'm going to close things off by moving to the Swedish Alsvenskan, uh, which resumes this weekend. Uh, everyone's glad to see that happening. Um, quite a good lead to bet on this year, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Elfsborg against Hammerby. This is the match that I'm targeting on Monday and this is, I think, two one p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Over three goals is what I'm going with at minus one o three. And um, this, the matchup really between the two sides are very attack-minded outfits. They've got managers who like to be proactive. Uh, both sides uh, do have goals in them. Uh, certainly, Elfsborg this year have been scoring for fun. Twenty-eight goals. And, and the, I say this every time I talk about Elfsborg, the good thing about them, they don't rely on one player. It's not like they've got a Harry Kane or a Haaland and, you know, or someone, if that person doesn't show up, then they have a bad game. The whole team scores goals. It's amazing. Everyone chips in. Even, you know, the fullbacks can score. So I always like that about a team, uh, if you're betting on them um, or on the overs. And Hammerby have been a weird side. They've actually underachieved this year. They've been a bit disappointing, and you never know which version of them is going to show up. But they'll enjoy this sort of game, which should be end-to-end, quite open. They don't perform well against teams that have a low block. Um, like there was that 0-0 ahead against Halmstad. Well, they're one of the most boring teams in Swedish football, and they yeah. hated that. But put them against this sort of match where you know, a more offensive team, uh, then it, we will suit Hammerby on the break. They've actually got some really good offensive technical players who haven't always pr- pr- produced the good this year. Uh, Bessara is one to watch out for there for them. Uh, there should be at least three goals, which would be a push. Um, the way things are going, I think Elfsborg probably win, but I'm not underestimating Hammerby's squad. So um, I always, I, over three goal line is one I generally quite like because, um you, it gives you three options. You, you win, you lose, or you push. I always like that push option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both teams score something 2-1 either way at worst, 3-1, or even the 2 all draw can't be ruled out. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I um, I don't disagree with you. I think, you know, with this league starting back up, you always, you always like to see uh, two teams like this basing each other after a restart. Um, just general human nature, right? You want to start off properly come out uh you don't want to come out flat you want to come out get the early lead so usually that leads to a mistake on either side of the football and um yeah i i think i see this two to one at worst i mean i have a i use a couple different betting tools i have something with uh some ai capabilities and uh my little ai simulation that i ran says two one elfsborg over uh looks like around 3,000 different simulations. So it's pretty, uh, pretty promising the, to hit the way I listen. I don't trust AI. I don't, <laughs> I don't even like XG. So I'm a guy that doesn't even look at XG. I know that could be up for debate in many different, uh, <laughs> many different capacity. And I'm just throwing it out there. Like AI is something that we see kind of l- like leaning into the betting landscape, all these tools. I doubt AI yeah. is going to make anybody rich. Um, I don't think that's the intent of this, but, uh, 
yeah, I see I see this as a two to one at, at worst here. Mm, I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's good to see the resumption of this league. There were mm. a couple of other matches I was l- considering. I do like the Malmo handicap against Sirius. And I also quite liked the over goals in the Hacken match. Um, but this was the one that I preferred. So we'll stick with this one. We'll play it a little bit safer as the, these guys haven't played a match for nearly a month, actually, in Sweden. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, that concludes the show. This week, five picks for you across the board this weekend here on the Betting Weekly Extra Time podcast. Uh, it was a pleasure as always, RJ. Always a pleasure, Steve. Great to be back with you. And uh, let's get some winners and, and we'll look forward to uh, to week three. Yeah, let's get the clean sweep on the board this week. And we'll be back for more uh, on the World Football Show uh, next week. Um, do remember all prices are available out on the Bet Rivers website at the time of recording, um, they are accurate. Uh, Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Uh, do check out at Because We Win on uh, Twitter and Instagram. There's some really good content on there at the moment, especially tennis again. Wimbledon is starting very soon. Uh, you know, you've got Sean Calvert, Nigel Seeley, and uh, especially been doing some great uh, content uh, on there. And um, yeah, from me and you, RJ, that is going to be goodbye for now. Stay safe, everyone. Take care. See you next time.